Very good. Your Holiness, distinguished guests, including in particular from the diplomatic corps, members of the press, and many friends from LSE. My name is Professor Connor Geerty, and it is an honor to be here today to welcome you to the LSE campus to chair this morning's lecture, which uh, will open a one-day conference which is entitled Tolerance in a Just and Fair Society. It's organized, I should say, in association with the Frederick Bonnard Brontal Trust, Matrix Chambers, the Sigurd Rousing Trust, and LSE. It is a tremendous pleasure to welcome His Holiness the Dalai Lama to LSE this morning. Now, the schedule is very tight. He has to be away quite quickly, uh, so we're not going to take too much time introducing him. I think you may be mildly aware of who he is. His Holiness the Dalai Lama is, of course, the spiritual leader of the Tibetan people. Now, in 2011, His Holiness completed the process of democratization of the central Tibetan administration. He devolved all his political authority to the elected leadership. His Holiness has been awarded many prizes, including most no notably the Nobel Peace Prize in 1989 and just last month the prestigious Templeton Prize which was presented down the road at St. Paul's. We are delighted that His Holiness has found the time to fit LSE into his hectic schedule. For those of you already compulsively tweeting the hashtag is LSEDL. Now, LSE follows a very strong tradition of questions and answer sessions. And depending on the time, I'm hoping that some of you will be able to catch my eye for questions at the end. But for now, I'd like you, please, all of you in the hall and the many, many hundreds of people on the rest of the campus, and a special welcome to you, too, to join me in welcoming His Holiness whose lecture is entitled Resisting Intolerance, an Ethical and Global Challenge. Firstly, uh, a bit delayed, uh, so I want to say apology, uh, but actually, I think not my mistake. <laughs> say, a lot of so, traffic. traffic like that. Uh, so indeed, I am very happy having this opportunity. Uh, so when I give talk or meet people, I always consider myself that I am another human being. We are same. Basic level, entire seven billion of human beings 
same mentally emotionally uh, physically also there's little differences color or size or some are very fat some are thin <laughs> some big nose <laughs> somehow small Flat. <laughs> but these are minor differences. Uh, I think important is uh, these different people can marry and can produce very nice children. So that is the sort of proof. That, that is the proof. You see, we are the same human being. Hmm. Uh, so then, important. Entire seven billion human being, uh, by innate, everyone want happy life. Do not want suffering, problem. I think on this planet, nobody uh, from early mo early morning at, at early morning wish or today I should face some problems. I think nobody feels that. Even you see people who often you see, who are surrounded by difficulties or problems, I think at least such person in morning wish or today less problem. So we, everyone, even animals, uh, have that desire, less sort of disturbances. So therefore, that is by innate. So long, the feeling, feeling of pains and pleasure there, the desire to more happier sort of life, less disturbances, it automatically come. So then, uh, because of that, everyone have every right to achieve happy life. And I usually is telling people the very purpose of our life is joyful life, joyfulness. Uh, reason, the happiness or successful life, there's no guarantee. But we always keep hope. Hope means something good. If person due to some factor completely lost hope then that mental sort of attitude itself shortened our life then worst case even suicide so therefore our life very much based on hope our survival very much based on hope hope means something good therefore very purpose of our life we can say happy life. No problem. Uh, although we equipped this marvelous human intelligence, this is supposed to fulfill that desire, that goal. You see, happy life. Uh, not necessarily in the terms of immediate thing, but long run. So animal, you see, that sort of concern is immediate sort of, sort of 
uh, more calm come life because they are lacking this kind of intelligence so they cannot see long-term interest we human being even you see the not only my own life but next generation then after that so we I think for example uh, human being on this planet now this is the moment of beginning of 21st century we have the ability thinking uh, not only 21st century but 22nd century 23rd century so that's I think ability of our intelligence so therefore the, the way to fulfill our desire our right intelligence uh, is supposed to be the means or method to fulfill that. So now, uh, I always see, I always say, uh, my, I myself also feel the intelligence have the ability to know the reality. Uh, once knows reality, then the method a right method that means realistic method to achieve that that also uh, intelligence you see show us there so that the way the way uh, now I think hmm, uh, I will I, I want to say the, the when we uh, in order to know the reality, the reality of our goal, and also the reality of our approach, both uh, in order to know the reality fully, uh, we should look see, these things from a wider way, wider perspective, more holistic way. For example, one event one sort of object uh, if you look from one angle you can't see the fuller picture of the reality I think perhaps I think we are this body also two eyes why <laughs> in order to see different dimensions uh, this is I'm talking through my own experience uh, my uh, this left eye, uh, what called cut? Cataract removed surgery. Oh, uh, removed. So I can see very clearly. Now uh, this not yet removed. So almost when you see look, almost like one eye. So you see difficult to because of the different dimensions to judge the oh uh, the walking because of steps. Steps. Oh, uh, appears same. <laughs> Same flat, right? Flat, yeah. <laughs> so, I think most of the species of mammals is it two eyes uh, that biologically equipped to see more dimensions like that. So, therefore, uh, in order to know the, our aim more, we should adopt more holistic way and look look at 
different angles, uh, three dimension, or four dimension, six dimension. Uh, once we know the reality, that the, the object, the reality of the object, then our method usually becoming more realistic. Uh, now here, uh, uh, in order to carry investiga investigation properly, our mind must be calm. Disturbed mind never see the reality objectively. So when we uh, investigate, our mind must be calm. Then we can study the reality objectively. If too much desire, I want that, I want this, or very negative sort of feeling, I, I want to get rid of that too much, then you, you cannot see the reality. So therefore, uh, now here we need some knowledge how develop calm mind. The desire, attachment, hatred, anger, fear, all these part of our mind. Usually, I feel uh, we people consider there is too much attachment, too much revulsion, sorry. Uh, aversion. Aversion. Oh, this, you see, part of our, our mind. So, people consider this something usual. Uh, I think that's, I feel, mistake. Take it for granted. Uh, Take it for granted. Take for granted. granted. And also, I think, lack of knowledge, uh, the each does the different emotions, identity, and it is attitudes. Normal, right? It's functions. Oh, fun functions. Oh. I don't know. Whether right or wrong, <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> but, you see, I have no adequate English sort of vocabulary, so I have to rely <laughs> on his on his word, I don't know. <laughs> so, he's good, he's good. He's good. <laughs> oh, that's good, that's good, that's good, good, good. Uh, I mean, like matter, you see, in order, in order to use the matter, we have to know the sort of what's the, uh, the property, something good, something benefit, something negative, we should know that. Then we can use properly. So similarly, the mind, mental world, there are so many variety of thoughts or variety of emotions. Some are good. Uh, some are bad. Uh, good and bad, not on the basis of religious sort of teaching. No. Simply, on the scientific basis, some thought, some emotion, very bad for our health. Not only disturb our mental state, but also very bad for our health. Some emotions, 
very good for our health. So on that basis, I'm saying positive emotion, negative emotion. Uh, so, so now there, uh, now according some respected, well-known scientist, more compassionate feeling here. You see, it creates calms, calmness of mind. Uh, because warm-heartedness creates self-confidence. Self-confidence brings uh, inner strength. So with inner strength, our mental state becomes calm. Because the real destroyer of calm mind is fear, anger, hatred, these things. And also attachment. Uh, we must make distinction. Loving kindness and attachment, two different things. Loving kindness based on reason. Attachment not based on reason, but biological, emotional sort of thing like that. So now my point now. So look, world. Everybody want happy life, do not want problem. But yet, lot of problem, essentially our own creation. Why? They have no such desire to create more problem. But, but they create problem. How? Firstly, as I mentioned earlier, lack of sort of understanding or knowledge, long-term interest. Many people, I feel, maybe a little bit of arrogance, presumptuous. Uh, presumptuous. I feel, many cases, we human beings act like animal, just relying on sensorial level of experiences not thinking about deeper uh, the human potential. That's human intelligence. So there are sort of contradictions or difference of interest for pleasure, immediate sensory level, but long run, harmful. Animal cannot di make distinction that. We human being can make distinction that. Uh, so I think a lot of problems which we are facing. I think a lot of problems now today at the beginning of the 21st century uh, we are facing, including this global uh, economy crisis. And also huge gap, rich and poor. And also a damaging environment. All this, uh, our own creation, I feel. Of course, the global warming, I think some, because of the nature also now, our nature process. Uh, thousand years, thousand years, they think the world 
sort of its own position on these things changing. Uh, that's beyond our control. Uh, but uh, at the same time, a uh, lot of sort of like pollutions, these are our own creation, like that. Uh, so this uh, lacking utilize human intelligence properly. Just consider uh, stress importance of immediate uh, satisfaction. Uh, immediate benefits. Immediate benefits. Benefits like that. Uh, so now, uh, now answer. How to reduce that? Firstly, uh, you should develop uh, our sort of outlook to see entire humanity as the same human being, because. Again, with too much stress, the secondary level of differences, forgetting the basic level of oneness of humanity. Even sometimes religious sort of believers, they emphasize more uh, within their own, I say, the same, uh, uh, the follow of same sort of tradition some special sort of feeling, the outside distance. distance. So that way, even religious faith also, you see, create divisions. Then, of course, races, races color, uh, and different nationality. And same sort of nationality, same color. Within that, again, believer, non-believer. Within believer, disbelief, that belief. And within same belief, uh, uh, same faith. Same faith. Again, social background, rich, poor, or influential, uninfluential, like that. Limitless sort of differences there. So sometimes we emphasize on that rather than oneness of humanity. I believe if we reach or talk or sort of as they act on the level of oneness of humanity, then hardly so no basis to quarrel each other, killing each other, cheating each other. The other, also human being, have every right. So then there are more sort of, what's it, diversions. Diversity. Diversity. But always there's some common things, it because of bound, bound I'm together. Sure. To bind together. Uh, so that's humanity. Uh, so therefore, I think humanity of this planet, eventually we may find some hu different human species in different sort of galaxies. But then, st then still we can say, a uh, human being of this, this, this planet. <laughs> so then maybe some reason see, we say, oh, our humanity. <laughs> uh, and this seven million human being on this planet, you see, you, we have to take sort of serious concern about the rest of them because individuals' future depend on them 
For example, we Asian, our future depends on the West or the different part of the world, at least. And then West, there are the fuels rare. Uh, these things, you see, you depend heavily depend on Arabs. Arab ah, Middle East. Uh, Middle, East. Uh, Middle East need technology, depend on West. That's the technology. Like that. And then northern, richer sort of countries, the raw materials come from, mainly come from the southern world. The southern world need missions or technology, these things also come from north. So heavily interdependent. Then environment. Environment never make distinction. This, canton, this continent, continent, continent on that continent, never. And uh, global economy. Uh, city, not so respect national boundary. Maybe currency, maybe create some sort of <laughs> boundary. Otherwise, you see, actually, no boundary. So that's the reality. And individual future depend on rest of the people. So we are social animals. Individuals happy life, at least mentally. If you consider rest of the human being as a human brother, sisters, then you feel because of that safe. Mentally, if you consider uh, others the, the sources of suspicion, then. You automatically key or develop suspicion, distrust here. Look this side, I, I do for example. Look this human being, a little suspicion. Look, <laughs> look this human being, little suspicion. Then ultimately, I suffer, and mentally I become lonely. If I look this side. Or in spite of different color, is it different sort of the shape or different culture or these things, but still human being. <laughs> oh human brother. Then uh, immediately, oh here, one human brother. <laughs> Look here, oh another human being here. Feel happy. <laughs> Clear. With that feeling, if I sort or say, even like Kaso. Christ, the Sabrash Vilana. Even if I feel itchy. Oh, uh, no, not this, I mean, the, 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 the certain area I, I can reach, uh, but in, in some sort of difficult yeah. area, then if necessary, I can ask him, please. <laughs> <laughs> I was afraid that was going to happen. Like that. Oh, so all human life, you see, uh, if you keep positive atmosphere, Oh, friendly atmosphere, attitude, no. oh, trust, respect, you feel much happier. So the very basis of our sort of act of exploitation, bully, cheating, lying, but this is consider other as something different. Your, your interest, not relying on them. That creates you see, these negative actions, verbal action, physical action, mental action. So how to reduce this negative thing? 
It's not sufficient. Just tell people. Don't tell lie. Don't cheat other people. Unless you say, oh, don't cheat other people because God unhappy. Or something, God un un unhappy. If you do this, God will be happy. That's for a religious believer. Ordinary people, there's not much care. So, now, they, we must, so, they, in order to reduce these harmful activities, uh, the basic thing is, let develop clear sort of understanding or awareness, we are same human being, sameness of human being. Everybody has equal right. Once that understanding develops, then one side our emotion want to cheat, but other side you, you realize, oh, same human brothers, sisters. Oh, I should not so, so the, Indulge in this. Uh, Indulge in this. Indulge is this. And then also, my future depends on them. If you tell lie, if you cheat people, actually you lose friend. Uh, essentially, create potential of enemy. If you keep compassionate attitude on the basis of sense of brotherhood, sisterhood, then uh, you see, actually create more friends. Like that. Uh, so we human beings uh, now here violence many levels cheating cheating other people that also form of violence so exploit other no question violence and corruptions also uh, a kind of violence I think all injustice sort of activities are essentially violence. So non-violence, now for example, you see the restrain physical action, violent action, but keep here a lot of suspicion, a lot of anger. Yes, you can, we cannot say that's the genuine non-violence. Ultimately, demarcation, violence and non-violence up to here. For example, uh, uh, if I, you see, want to 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 to, 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 to cheat or to exploit you, this gentleman, uh, and then you see saying very nice thing uh, and showing very respectful attitude, that actually violence because real motivation I want to exploit or cheating. So there's violence. Then, other hand, out of genuine sense of concern, uh, your well-being, uh, if that person, you see, uh, about to go some dangerous things, long-term because of the consequences, uh, negative consequences, then first, generally, uh, express, please don't do that. Uh, still not sort of listen. Then maybe a little harsh word. Uh, 
that actually appears harsh word, harsh attitude, but out of sense of concern. So that non-violence. So ultimately, violence, non-violence related here. Uh, so now, many problems we are facing is actually, I think, lack of, and also you see, including violence or intolerance. We are lacking this awareness. So, uh, it's not, not simple to say, oh, don't indulge violence. Uh, may not much of effect. So we have to sort of the overall strategy. strategy. That's, I think, important. So now here, uh, as a, because of the well-known sort of university. On university, an audience, a lot of you, I think, yeah, young, young people, young men, women, you are source of our hope. My generation, uh, usually I describe my generation belongs to 20th century. Maybe you between there. <laughs> <laughs> and this also. Oh. Uh, I think some maybe my gen oh one one there. I think my generation <laughs> belongs to 20th century. People who whose age above 60, 70, that you see they belongs to the 20th century. So our century uh, now already gone. So generation who belongs to the 20th century also now ready to say bye-bye. <laughs> so these people below 30, 20, 15, 10, you are the generation of this 21st century. Now learning from past centuries experience, a lot of violence, a lot of unhealthy things. Uh, ultimately, these things create from here a combination of negative emotion and human intelligence uh, combine and create a lot of problems. So now, uh, in order to uh, in order to develop a new world, happy world, no violence, no cheating, uh, more equality. Uh, firstly. These points which I mentioned, you see, please think more these points. Then you yourself, I never imposing. You yourself investigate, experiment. Through ex experiment and investigation, uh, if you get more sort of conviction, then make effort. Just wishful thinking of better world, happier world, never realize, never materialize. And also through prayer, never materialize. Uh, so, change comes through action. The other day, in Japan, in Hiroshima, some Nobel sort of uh, summit there, Nobel laureate summit. So, the people, mainly, you see, they, I mean, everybody say, peace, peace. Hmm. Then in my turn, talk, I express uh, peace never come through prayer or through wish. Peace must build 
through action. Uh, peace comes only through our action. So, you younger generation, you should have some greater sort of vision. This century eventually be a compassionate century. Uh, with that, any problem that we face, is it because of you respect other, because you keep sense of concern of their well-being, that's the basis of meaningful dialogue. Differences there, but fundamental level we are same. So, with that kind of understanding, then ready to share what other problem. I think one Hawaiian people, uh, they have some kind of saying. Saying, your blood, my blood, your bone, my bone. So that's meaning that that therefore, your happiness, my happiness, your joyfulness, my joyfulness, your suffering, my suffering, your pain, my pain. I think we should develop that kind of sort of uh, really kazoda, genuine human kazoda attitude. We are social animal. Therefore, that kind of attitude is very fit, even our biologically. That kind of views there, biological, also getting kasota, healthier, like that. So, so please, those uh, generation who belongs to the 21st century, please think more seriously and make effort. Then you will see different world, happier world, no longer violence. Thank you. Some questions. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, Your Honours. We have an English phrase, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Oh. Uh, now look, we, we don't want to selfishly keep this holiness, but we do want some questions and uh, we'll have some answers. I think, given the time constraints, I'm looking for three contributions. We have a thousand people in the hall and we have many hundreds outside. I can't see the people outside, but I would ask now, there are roving mics for people to try to catch my eye for some questions. We may get one or two. We have this gentleman in the front. We have this chap, that lady there. I'm sorry to be so selective. And have we anybody no a little home. bit further back? Over on the right hand side, waving at me rather enthusiastically. We'll take <laughs> these three. I'm going to ask you, uh, with a sense of goodwill, Your Holiness, to be succinct, to say what your name is and where you are from, and ask a quick question, because really we don't want to have too many long ones. Sir, you have the, the floor for His Holiness. Your Holiness, uh, my name is Branton. I'm from Hong Kong. I want to ask you a rather loaded question. What, what is your personal opinion of the Chinese government? Thank you. We're going to take three, Your Holiness. Thank you for the succinctness. No. The lady right behind you, uh, no. we'll take three, I think. Uh, 
Oh, that's highly difficult for me. Difficult. But, but I think about that. No, I'm not trying, to, I'm not trying to protect answer. you, Your Holiness. You're in LSE. You're never protected in LSE. We have a second question. Hello, Your Hello, Your Holiness. My name is Miranda. I work for Hackney Law Centre, which helps uh, people with no money to assist them with their legal problems. My question to you is, what emotions does somebody need to um, fight injustice when everything is against them, when they want to have new political world, but the authorities are against them? What are the emotions they need to keep strong and to keep their mental strength to help them change that world? What, what emotions? Thank to be positive. You. Thank you. And we have one last question, Your Holiness. The, the, somebody who caught my eye, whose hand is now up, right? No, no, it's further over, and it's that gentleman whose hand is still up. Uh, thank you for the succinctness of the first two. Sir, your name and a quick question to His Holiness. My name is Dean. Um, wonderful speech, wonderful talk, very practical. Um, you, you, you are a valued uh, foreign citizen living in India when in fact intolerance is uh, unfortunately endemic. Uh, by the way, Britain, in my view, is a very tolerant society. It is on the whole very tolerant, although actually inequality is very great in this country. But what I want to know is in India, where actually intolerance is very great, also inequality is very great. I was wondering if they're one of the most valued foreign citizens living in India. Uh, what is your contribution to tolerance within Indian, Indian uh, society. Thank, thank you very much. And I'm just going to check with His Holiness that he's got all three questions. <laughs> there was quite an easy one to start with. Not <laughs> <laughs> uh, In your own time and in your own order, Your Holiness. I do first question. Uh, uh, I think uh, Everybody, as I mentioned earlier, uh, loves freedom, isn't it? So I think the people in mainland China and also I think Hong Kong people, I think what you, uh, what, what you have as the view, the totalitarian, uh, closed society or too much heavy censorship I don't like that. I think you also have the same sort of feeling. So I usually use expressing 1.3 billion Chinese people have every right to know the reality. And once Chinese people knows the reality, people have the ability to judge what is right or what is wrong. So therefore, uh, according to that reality, censorship is immoral. Then another point, I often use it telling, men in Chinese judiciary system uh, controlled by party or serving party's interest, uh, the judiciary system, Chinese judiciary system must sort of li li lift up, must be brought, must be brought up to international standard of ju judiciary system. That I think very, very important. That I always see expressing that. Second question. Mm. 
I think, uh, firstly, you yourself should remain honest, truthful. Through that way, you gain inner strength, self-confidence. Then, you also fight for justice, becoming much more stronger. If you yourself remain weak, then fight for justice, sometimes difficult. That's my view. Clear? Emotions. Uh, emotions. I think they, uh, a point which I mentioned, uh, now here, I think they, at present, existing sort of reality, uh, the people, not much concerned about these moral principles. Only think money, power. So for the time being, difficult. That's the reality. So as I mentioned earlier, we should have long-term sort of visions. So immediate sort of change existing sort of situation. Difficult. So we need sort of courage self-confidence in order to bring courage, self-confidence in your daily life, you yourself, so the uh, lead, life. lead life, honest, truthful, more compassionate, like that. That's my view. Sometimes, you see, the unjust, for, unjust much forceful than justice. It's sad, but in reality. <laughs> but we have to, we have to carry continuous sort of fight, struggle like that. Then the third one. I have different views. Overall, India, I think, uh, like different religious sort of traditions. traditions, lived together. Last, uh, uh, I think, almost three thousand years. That means before Christianity, uh, Islam, Judaism, Zorazudin reached India. Already in India, different religious traditions already there. Uh, Jainism, Buddhism, Sangha, and some other. So they live together. Occasionally, some sort of fighting. But generally, overall, I think very much tolerant, sort of tolerant uh, of different religious tradition. So then basically, I think the concept of nonviolence, ahimsa. I think quite strong. Since India became independence, look, compare neighboring state, India, very stable. During emergency, Gandhi uh, 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 period, you see things sort of many people say then are quite serious. But after uh, finally through election, 
It's a government change. No single shot. Uh, I think that's the greatness of India. That's my view. And intolerance, but then other, so the outside of India, say, between Sunni, Shia, killing. Like Northern Ireland, between Catholics, Protestants, sort of what's the fighting. And now, newly sort of got freedom, uh, like Egypt, again, is a problem. Then very recently, in, in Burma, actually, I think people now should, because of the because of joyfulness, because of the change, because of the more freedom. I like Ansar Suji now had the opportunity to visit his outside world. Wonderful. Wonderful. But then some Muslim, some sort of Buddhist, sort of some conflict. Some conflict. I think in India, small, small conflict there, yeah, but overall, I think very healthy. So still, I'm urging, whenever I sort of participate in some or say the spiritual, uh, <coughs> no, Indian spiritual leaders Militar. like Rishi Gishi, and then, I don't know It's a few occasions, some gathering, many, many religious sort of Hindu leaders, uh, including some Shankaracharya, are appearing. Now the thousand-year-old Indians in these traditions now must make relevance uh, their life and this uh, the value of thousand-year-old tradition now should make relevance to the people and religious leader should 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 come out and close sort of contact with the masses. So, I usually used to describe I myself as a messenger of ancient Indian thought. So, according to your view, I'm messenger or, or messenger of intolerance. <laughs> I don't think that. So, so in any way, uh, I appreciate your frank sort of comment. I really appreciate. But overall, I think India, uh, still I feel very good, very good. So there is good, sort of good basis. Now we need more effort. Uh, these traditions should should reach every part of the world, every part of the India. Uh, I totally sort of agree. The corruptions. I usually is teasing my Indian friend. Indian usually religious minded. Uh, worship Ganesh. Worship. Shivaji uh, and Saraswati, like that. But these people, sometimes I teasing them. Uh, it it seems you are worship to God and goddesses uh, to succeed your or say uh, corruptions or injustice. Oh, these uh, should be successful. Almost like that. That's a big contradiction. I always was telling my Indian friend, only two ways, two choices. Either accept God, goddesses, devas, devis, and lead your life honest, truthful, compassionate. 
Oh, fuck it, God. Worship money. Go that way. What a... What a... Thank you. What a marvellous final point. Truly spoken. Look, you're going to have to stay here for a few minutes. I'd like you to stay uh, while we go into a sort of presentation. But uh, I would like to, on behalf of you, because I know you feel this, thank His Holiness for really, I think, a remarkable exposition at so many different levels. And that he graced us with his presence here in LSE, despite the incredible pressures on his time, is something which we'll remember for the rest of our lives with immense gratitude, whatever age we are, whichever century, Your Holiness, we belong to. <laughs> uh, now, LSE has a, has a, has a, has a terrific uh, tradition, though we're quite a young place, and it involves uh, my compatriot, whom I'd like to welcome on stage, who is the chair of LSE's Court of Governors, Peter Sutherland. And Peter is going to ask His Holiness, well, he's going to present the LSE's formal certificate to recognise your visit, Your Holiness. And secondly, and rather eccentrically, in an LSE kind of way, uh, it started with Nelson Mandela and continued past Bill Clinton and other people. Uh, and it had, indeed, a use yesterday with Aung San Suu Kyi. He's going to, uh, Peter, I think you're going to offer an LSE baseball cap <laughs> to His Holiness the Dalai Lama. Mr. Peter Well, my compatriot has already said everything that could be said, other than, other than the following. The demonstration which we've had this morning of compassion, tolerance, tolerance and humanity is something with which this school would like to be associated. And for that in particular, we're very grateful. Going back to the, its earliest foundation as a tradition, uh, it was Mandela, President Mandela, who first received the cap which I am now going to present together with a certificate for this remarkable day. presentation of scarves to the various sponsors, including LSE. I'm receiving my scarf, I'm delighted to say, as a representative of Matrix Chambers wearing my barrister's wig. We have Next, Dr. Sigrid Rising, who has done, as everybody knows, extraordinary work for human rights and who has also been a sponsor of today's event. Dr. Rising. And the trust without whom this event would not have taken place, its chair, 
Alex Armstrong. The Bonnard Grantland Trust. Ladies and gentlemen, I think without pretty well further ado, but reminding you to be very helpful if you remain in your seats for a moment as a respect to our honoured guest, if you could, for the last time, show your appreciation of His Holiness as we leave LSE together at the end of this morning. <laughs> 